0: Hello, welcome to Creative Catch-Up, a podcast where myself,
1: Natasha Newton, artist and illustrator, and me, Mel Chadwick, illustrator and designer, will be chatting about running a creative business. Each
0: episode, we'll be diving into a different topic that has come up in our own creative practice.
1: We'll be sharing our experiences, both the ups and downs, struggles and successes, and hopefully give some advice that you'll also find useful. So join
0: us for season three, where we reintroduce ourselves, share with you some exciting news and our plans for the podcast. Hello, Natasha. Hi,
1: Mel. How
0: are you? I am really well. Um, But it's been
1: such a long time, hasn't it, since we've last spoke together? It has. And I believe you told me the other day it had been two years, which I can't quite believe. (laughs) I know. (laughs) 2021. So yeah. it's been a
0: very long time. But we have decided that we want to start the podcast again. We've had lots of people um commenting. I know people have been asking and saying, when are you going to do another season? Or I've had <laughs> yeah. little comments. I don't know if you've had comments as well about... um
1: Yeah, people are always asking about the podcast and it's lovely to know that so many of you enjoy it and have found it useful, so we decided to bring it back. (laughs) But
0: this time it won't just be us, we've got some
1: exciting news We have, and that is that a third person is going to be joining us for this season. And that person is our fellow art YouTuber and illustrator, Crixis. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Crixis. It's so
0: lovely to have you join us on our podcast. Hello, Mel. Hello, Natasha.
2: Hi, Crixis. Um, I feel honoured, honestly, to be here and I've been like... It's been like super unexpected request to be joined by fellow artists and friends from YouTube. And yeah, I'm just happy to be here. Thank you for having me. It's very
0: lovely to have you with us. Are you excited, Crixis, to to be with us?
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. Like, what would be the point if I wouldn't enjoy this part? (laughs) I feel I I didn't... uh, Listen to a lot of podcasts like when you started recording. I think I found podcast catch up to through Natasha's channel, and then I found you through this podcast. So it's really interesting to be here (laughs) and recording this podcast together with you, knowing that that's how I found you, Mel. And yeah, it's really interesting.
1: It must be a bit surreal for you, actually. (laughs) You listen to the podcast and then you become a host of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's so true, and also like you said, you just celebrated two years for the podcast, and knowing that I am kind of new newer person to filming, I I just started creating channel when you recorded the last podcast, which is so interesting. Gosh, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> so yeah, yeah you did
1: because you celebrated two years on YouTube recently, didn't you?
2: Yeah. So. Yeah
0: the timing is perfect then isn't it because you just started yeah creating videos and getting used to talking and you know in that time we didn't do anything and now now we're starting back up and you're with us so it's really nice yeah. actually
1: to yeah to the have timing you. is great
0: so i think we should um share our plans for the season and what our listeners can expect So Crixis and Natasha, uh, we've all been talking about it. We talked about it recently and our plan is that we will have another season of 10 episodes that we hope to release monthly. Um, And our subject range will be around business, art advice, um, and I think we'll also be sharing our own experiences, which I think... A lot of people find helpful to actually hear because they're from our own real-life experiences and also we hope to to build community so uh we will definitely want our listeners to be involved in coming up with some of the subjects that we'll be looking at as well
2: yeah i definitely agree that it would be great to to listen to the audience and um, like see what they want to hear from us as well and I guess, like, I recently re-listened to all the, (laughs) both of the seasons, and I just really enjoyed the kind of different perspectives you have. So I think I will be the third perspective. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it's just really interesting to see some common things and some things you disagree or some things that are different for each other. and. Any topic we will discuss, we will just share it from our perspective, and I think that is like the best way to share those things because other people can rel- relate to to them as well.
0: I think we all do come from different areas as well. I mean, I know we, Chris, uh, as you've been introduced as um, you do children's book illustration. Um, you're also on YouTube. Well, we're all on YouTube. You also run Etsy shop. And then Natasha, you're illustrator and fine artist, but you also have a patron which uh, Crixis does as well. I don't have a patron, but we we all do have different areas, don't we that we specialize yeah. in mm.
1: um,
0: and i I'm more of um I do more commercial illustration and working with businesses um map illustration, editorial illustration. so I think we all do have various uh, areas that we we can talk into and hopefully it'll be interesting for our listeners and hopefully they'll find it useful in their careers
1: yeah we should be able to um, cover quite a wide range of topics and yeah and different ways of creating and selling art
0: yeah and uh, yeah there was an idea as well that each um, episode I think Crixis said this actually wouldn't it be good if we had a listener question that we could answer at the end of each episode so we really do want people to submit any questions they might have that we can then uh, give an answer to we won't we don't have one for today um, but we want to uh, encourage any of you who are listening if you have a burning question please go ahead and submit it to us you can Um, how how should we get them to tell us i I think
2: like youtube comments or instagram yeah questions any of those options is great and i also feel it would not only be like cherry on top of each episode but also it can inspire us to create new episodes depending if the subject is like maybe it's like broader enough for us to make a separate yeah topic about it so
1: yeah yeah, I think they could submit questions through the comments section on YouTube, or we could put out um, something on Instagram on our new account, and um, okay, they can yeah. ask there.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Tell us, Natasha, where where where's the new account? <laughs>
1: <laughs> our, new us, account, <laughs> our new account is at creative dot catch up it used to be creative underscore catch up is now creative dot catch up is where you can find us
0: yeah so come and find us there and submit your questions there that would be really good and we'll also share upcoming episodes there as well so um yeah it'd be good if people uh, do follow us over there
1: yeah if you follow you'll be kept up to date with what we're doing and when the new episodes are coming and what the subjects are going to be
2: and also like putting notifications on the podcast catch-up episodes you can just click the bell and you will be reminded as well when
1: the episode comes in yeah Yeah, that's a good idea on youtube yeah really good idea
0: and we haven't moved our YouTube channel. It's the same one. So it's,
1: you'll find it in the same place. And it's, it's linked on our Instagram account as well. So if they want to get to YouTube, yeah, they can go via the profile on our Instagram.
2: So everything is linked. If you click on our channels, on YouTube channels, you can find the podcast on our links as well and if you go to podcast you can check our channels or separate youtube channels there as well so everything is like connected it should be easy to find what you want to find
0: either one of us separately or like podcast so yeah i hope that helps it definitely helps um i was just going to say though actually going on the creative catch-up youtube channel we now actually have 817 subscribers. So oh, do we? That's yeah, good. That's good. Yeah, and um, there's still comments. There's still comments coming in. There's still people who are uh, watching it. Well, Crixis, I know you've just watched two seasons of it.
1: But... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably our top watcher.
2: <laughs> well, you know, like, I really love podcasts and I feel they are really great companions while you work. Yeah. Especially for artists like us who are most of the time at home. It's a great company. So,
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the la- the latest comment we've had... Is from Audrey Fauve or Fauv, and she says, "Just love your podcast so much insight. It's delightful. Thank you." Oh, how so lovely! So I thought it was really nice. We've and we've got lots of comments actually over the last year or last two years since we've stopped. So people are still
1: listening. So. That's brilliant. I know I'm contacted about it quite often, which surprises me as it's been two years since we did the last one that people are still contacting me. Yeah. Another artist who I know, an
0: illustrator, um, I don't know if you know him, Matt Johnson, who's based in Cornwall. He works um, for Sea Salt. He does a lot of their designs. He, I recently spoke to him. Oh, does he? I love their designs. Yeah, and he said to me, it's one of his top podcasts that he listens to. Really? So I was like,
1: Oh, okay. my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I feel honoured. <laughs> I
0: know. I was surprised oh, to hear really that. Nice. But he was, he's like one of his favourite podcasts that he listens to. So obviously Gosh. it's still being listened to and... Um, yeah, it's nice to hear. So it's very it encouraging. Is. So we hope that um, our season, our new season, will um, yeah go well and that we will be able to uh, address lots of different issues and talk about what it is like to be an artist or an illustrator and run a business um, and that it will be helpful. So that's our plans but for now, I wondered, maybe we should do a catch-up uh, of what's been going on. Good idea.
2: Yeah, that would be lovely.
0: So we can hear what's happening. Maybe not the whole two years that we've been away. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> otherwise, I think we'll be here for like another four hours. But
2: On 6th of August 2021.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do it day by day, yeah. <laughs> yeah, day by day, yeah. <laughs>
0: We we don't want to bore our listeners too much. But let's just hear. um, I've got some questions. We've got some questions that we can ask each other. Okay. um, And find out what's been going on. So I'm going to ask Natasha
1: first. Okay, I'm ready. What are you currently working on? Oh, well, I'm currently right now at this moment (laughs) i'm working on what is known as a woodland art challenge (laughs) and um, it's a challenge i'm running on my patreon all of this month and i and my patrons are working on 15 different art prompts and um yeah it's proving to be really it's interesting and it's inspiring and I'm loving seeing the work they're coming up with for it and um and yeah it's kind of pushing me as well. It's pushing me to create a body of work, a kind of themed body of work, which is what I've wanted to do for a while and I thought this would be the ideal opportunity so that's what I'm working on right at this moment, but um more generally, I would say in the past couple of years since we did the last podcast. I actually launched my Patreon and so I've been working on that and that's grown now to um, I'm usually around about 290 to 300 patrons which is a really nice size and um, it takes really good. Thank you. It takes it's quite a lot of hard work. I'm not gonna lie. It's a lot of hard work and it takes quite a bit of time each month, but it's also incredibly inspiring. It's kind of motivating me in my work. And it's also, um, I'm loving the sense of community as well. That's really important. It feels like a really supportive community. So I've been concentrating Mm. on that over the last couple of years. Well, Patreon itself is, I think I'm about 15 months in now. So yeah, I think you said it was December. Was it December twenty-one? Was it? it was, yeah, December 2021. And um, I can't believe actually it's that long ago because it's gone really quickly. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's been really lovely. So I've been concentrating on that. I've been concentrating on YouTube as well, as always. <laughs> and and um, that's, that's and just, grown quite a bit, hasn't it, in the last two years, your YouTube channel? Yeah, I think. I can't remember how big it was when we last spoke. But yeah, it's I had my little... I mean, what am I up to now? Heading on up to 27,000 subscribers, I think. But I've been doing it for quite a few years now. And, um, yeah, that's been kind of gradually growing, which is really nice. And, uh, yeah, and I've just been concentrating on making work and doing my regular shop updates and all of that kind of thing.
0: It sounds like (laughs) things are going well then with business.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's been... um, It's been very motivating, actually. I find it's like it's difficult to balance everything when you're doing several different things, as you both know. But Mm. it also really inspires you and motivates you at the same time, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool.
0: I think like
2: it's even like extra deadlines, right? You would like understand like when you have like schedule on YouTube or having like Patreon, some things you need to do for that specific moment, you have Mm. kind of more rhythm, I guess, and schedule. Yeah, yeah. And push you doing more things because you know that people are waiting for you. <laughs> <And> <laughs> exactly,
1: yeah, this is true.
0: That is that is true because I guess I'm used to having clients give me deadlines and working to a brief. So if you're working and creating work for yourself personally or you know like with your patron community you almost need to have those kind of deadlines in amongst that you know rather than say if you were just working for a client so that this yeah. i think your challenges that you said you were talking about that's probably quite a good way to keep people motivated
1: and, and mm. yourself motivated Yeah, you certainly have to manage your time well when you're doing something like this, that's for sure. Yeah, it can easily become overwhelming. Yeah, I was going to say, uh,
0: keeping to a schedule, especially with YouTube and um, other things that you do, it can get like a balance between doing your own work and then sharing the work and then encouraging others to share the
1: work this is the thing it's like yes you kind of wear mini hats when you're doing this kind of thing Um, whereas before I would have just locked myself away in my studio and I would have just worked and maybe shared things on Instagram now and again or um, back in the day Twitter and Facebook although I don't use those anymore Um, and now it feels like so much of what I'm doing I am sharing with others and, yeah, trying to encourage other people as well in on their creative journey. So, um, yeah, it's about balancing all of that and I can no longer be this hermit who shuts herself away in her studio. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be a bit more kind of open and <laughs> available, I suppose, for want of a better word, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting, actually, because maybe do you think five years ago six years ago it would you would have it would have been quite different looking at your art practice to what it is today
1: yeah do you know one thing I do think has really changed since I've been doing YouTube and more recently Patreon is that I'm really pushing myself in my art practice so I'm trying new materials I'm trying new techniques new color palettes all of that kind of stuff it keeps it it keeps it fresh and moving on a little bit more yeah i feel like i'm developing and evolving more than i was a few years ago and that's really exciting
0: yeah so what um what new materials are you really excited about at the moment
1: well or have you recently <laughs> discovered <laughs> how long have you got <laughs>
2: Wait, they also want to talk about art supplies. We should do the whole episode about art
1: supplies. Oh God, I could totally do that. <laughs> okay, just do your top, top three. Maybe. Okay, my top three. Right, um, so you may or may not know that a few years ago, I used to work mainly in acrylic on canvas. So I used to yeah. do fine art painting and I still do that. But um, I've moved much more towards watercolour for starters. I used to use it now and again, but now I'm obsessed with watercolour. <laughs> and I'm obsessed with acrylic gouache as well. And I know Crixis loves to use acrylic gouache. Um, the whole oh, Holbein yes. <laughs> ones and the Turner, yeah. Um, and, well, new, I would say new materials I'm using... Um, Things like Neocolor wax pastels and inks as well. I'm moving into using inks. And coloured pencils. I never used to use coloured pencils. And now I am completely obsessed with coloured pencils. (laughs) <laughs> my my collection has grown <laughs> to rather an embarrassingly large amount. They shouldn't make all these colors if they don't want me to buy all the colors. That's <laughs> yeah.
2: that's my excuse. Especially when you find like another new color you enjoy, you want to buy it from from every single brand there is like either it's like pencil or gouache or like yeah especially if you're working mixed media you want to kind of have that color in every single option and it just
0: you it, do yeah yeah it, it, it does get like that yeah what is it that makes you want to buy the materials and I was thinking is it the colors or the colors that you see are you drawn to the colors or is it the the consistency or the texture that you can
1: create with them for me personally, it's it's both. But obviously, I think if I had to say one, I would be drawn to colour more than anything else. Mm. And colour palettes as well. Putting together colour palettes has become a bit of an obsession. <laughs> Another obsession. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Another question then. Is there anything that is frustrating you or... That you're struggling with either in your business or which is art related at the moment is there anything that's causing a bit
1: of a mm, you know a, a hump yeah well I would say there are two things that I'm finding frustrating at the moment there is the as I mentioned earlier this element of balancing everything and trying to find enough time really to concentrate on my own artwork when I'm creating content for two platforms and I'm running a shop as well so with all the orders and the admin and all of that kind of stuff um so yeah finding a balance to and enough time to create my own artwork is frustrating me a little bit and um what was the other thing I was gonna say (laughs) totally lost my thread um oh yes, technology. Technology is frustrating me. (laughs) I keep trying to move forward with the technology um, side of things. And I just find that all I want to do is go back to, I don't know, the safety of pen and paper. (laughs) Yeah. I I find that a bit frustrating. I find so many things take so much time and they take you away from actually just creating artwork and I think if you asked any artist the one thing they just want to be doing all the time is just making art all the other stuff you have to do like the marketing and creating content I mean it's lovely and I really enjoy it I enjoy making videos but um yeah all of that kind of stuff does take a lot of time so it's about finding the balance really and that's what I need to do going forward to try and find that balance I think uh, we
0: all have these pressure points don't we and we all do struggle with that at times you know yeah
2: and- I feel what you mentioned Natasha it's really very relatable like to all of us like time yeah. balance finding time to create and kind of not being like not, like planning time wisely so it's not like only focused on like one separate things because we are like yeah the jack of all trades and we need to like yeah. kind of do all of those tiny things i like when i started filming i did not know how much time it would take to do behind the scenes and oh i
1: know yeah yeah <laughs> so. yeah and it's so easy isn't it to just suddenly feel completely burnt out 'Cause I know you had this mm. problem, Craig system, didn't you, back in the autumn, was it? In August, September, yeah.
2: I think mm. like it was like slow burnout because I was kind of neglecting it in a way. But yeah, yeah, it's
1: Yeah, it's easily done. Yeah.
2: I feel like what helped me towards that is actually even though I I also I, I want to share as much as I can, I really started enjoying creating a little bit of art for myself and kind of not sharing something and it's kind of like secret things I'm doing
1: like no one else sees. Do you know uh, I think that's really important I think it's so important to do that yeah.
2: Yeah so I think like for first year I didn't do it almost at all I was just sharing everything I did and Mm -hmm. it kind of frustrated me a little bit because I was thinking not only what I want to create but other what others would love to see and now I'm focusing more on, like, what I would love to create and others want to see it's, like, the ne- the next kind of thing. Like, they're connected, but it's not, like, the most important
0: because yeah, yeah.
2: I want to grow as an artist by myself at first. I hope that makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, totally. Okay. okay, last question for you, Natasha. Is there anything on the horizon that you are excited about or looking forward to or
1: just basically what is on the horizon for you? Mm. (laughs) What's on the horizon? (laughs) Um, I think honestly at the moment just more of the same. I'm just really happy with where it's going and I just want to as I said just finding a bit of a better balance would be really good but other than that I wouldn't change anything because I'm absolutely loving what I'm doing so I'm just wanting it to continue (laughs) yeah that's so nice to hear
0: good to you Natasha (laughs) thank you (laughs) yeah really cool all right your grilling is over Natasha phew (laughs) you can now take that
1: position as the interviewer (laughs) Ah, oh, brilliant. <laughs> okay, so which one of you would like to go first? <laughs> Crixis, after you. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, <laughs> I, was going to
0: say, I was too slow.
1: <laughs> okay, so Crixis, um, would you like to share what you're currently working on?
2: Okay, so I am also in the midst of art challenge. <laughs> uh, I am working on windowsill stories. So this is a little bit shorter kind of project I'm working on, and it's only like five prompts. I just wanted to kind of push myself and work on new ideas and projects. And um, yeah, it's like kind of stories surrounding windows and windowsills. And um, yeah, I'm kind of slowly practicing mixed mediums. And I'm now trying to work a little bit more on neocolors and uh, acrylic markers and yeah i've been really enjoying it it's really interesting to learn some things and i also did some things i didn't enjoy in the process but uh, i in in this moment i'm fine with uh, not doing everything perfect and i feel like if i were to to do this project like i don't know like eight years ago i would probably be more nervous if something didn't go as planned but now I'm like okay I didn't like it let's move on let's do the next artwork so I I kind of I have completely different kind of focus now and I just want to create new work and uh, play with color palettes with mixed medium and also work on storytelling so kind of combining all of those things and Yeah, and I feel why I also did this project is uh, I want to work on my portfolio. So this is kind of, like we talked
1: before, another deadline. Yeah. Yeah, it's great to have deadlines. (laughs) Um, It is, yeah, it's so great. And art challenges seem to be a good way of getting a nice body of work together, don't they? Like a, a body of themed work. And I love the idea of your windowsill stories. It's quite a simple idea, but... It's so lovely at the same time, and I'm loving the work you're creating for it.
2: Oh, thank you! Just getting things done, and yeah, and I also feel for the challenges. It's so great when you share them to others, and uh, mm. kind of everyone can interpret them different ways. And as you said, like you enjoyed uh, seeing your Patreons creating artworks. I also enjoy other people who want to join and seeing. Like, oh, I didn't thought, like, of this idea. This is really interesting. And, yeah, seeing just uh, other people doing things and drawing at the same time. It's really like having a company.
1: Yeah, it is. And you're building that community as well at the same time, which is really lovely.
0: Do you set yourself a time limit for your prompts? Or do you just kind of, you know, say I'm going to work on it for a morning or an afternoon? Do you give yourself a a time limit or is it when it's done, it's done?
2: But this is really interesting. For Calmtober, I set myself time or like I I checked how long it takes me. For this challenge I am doing now, I don't check upon time. And uh, what I do, I start drawing in the early morning and then I take some time off from that, move it on the side and then come back because as it's like, almost daily challenge, I don't want to look stiff. So I just put it on the side and then come back after like two or three hours with fresh eyes and like, kind of working in like some pauses in between. So it doesn't. So I have like new perspective when I look back at it almost as if. So yeah, this mm. is not free time. But yeah, it, it is limitation. I have like only two days to create one artwork. And yeah, yeah. yeah. And I one artwork I did this was like true life story. You can create one artwork for a full day and you don't like it, and then in the next day you create like quick sketch for like I don't know fifteen minutes, and it's better than the one full day you spend working on the long artwork.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so <very> true. <laughs> you you wrote that, didn't you? That was day three, day three of yes rainstorm. Hmm. I f-
2: I feel also. It's it's not the first and only time it's especially if you don't want your artwork to look stiff, if you are just looking yeah. at your artwork all the time, it might in one point look like that. And just if you have time limits, time limits definitely help with looseness, but also like stepping back and coming back.
0: Yeah, definitely helps. I like yeah. that you included both of the pictures.
2: Thank you. There is like third one as well. So I didn't include that one.
0: Uh, We didn't get to see that one. Okay, so (laughs) that that
2: one. No, actually, like there was like this one that I worked full day on. And at the end of the day, I didn't like it. And I was like, okay, I have half an hour to ruin this piece completely. So (laughs) what I did, so I had like really like kind of glassy, like the perfect finish. And I just took neon colors and I played on top and it looks completely like even worse than it was like half hour <laughs> ago. But I was just like, you know, when you just have guests on, you paint on top of your old paintings. I had like that satisfa- satisfaction feeling. Yeah, that is satisfying. <laughs> yeah. So I ruined the artwork even more than it was like for after one full day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> OK, so. Crixis what's exciting you at the moment is there anything in particular that's exciting you can I say color pale green
2: (laughs) (laughs) no but like honestly I uh I I'm on like art supply ban for this year but I am like now already like kind of breaking the rules again and uh there is like the Prismacolor pencils, and I actually checked, you can get them separately on eBay. <laughs> and, you <can>. um, <laughs> And I was like, okay, maybe I should like check do they have like more muted light green colors. <laughs> and I actually found this, wait, I have it next to me. Uh, Gray green light, which is almost a white oh. color, but it has oh like goodness. this slight green color and it's like my new obsession it's like <laughs> it, it It looks like white but it's on paper it's like with this green tint it's perfect yeah. for highlights um <laughs> so yeah like the, the obsession current obsessions is regarding to art supplies and just like pale green colors and also the green arts as well and yeah like the I, I just got the Derwent Lightfast green art colour, which is super similar than Faber-Castell green art
1: or art green. But I love the yeah. colour. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it's one of my favourite colours too. It's actually the Faber-Castell earth green is one of the first coloured pencils I ever bought. <laughs> and I still love it. I think it's the most beautiful colour.
2: Oh, that's so really interesting. Natural. It was one of my first as well because when I worked in art supply store we had like this new polychromos range and uh, I was checking colors I love and I, I I was like yeah this green is coming to me
1: <laughs> and going to home. <laughs> Yeah, some colours, they just speak to you, don't they? (laughs) Yeah, they're just your kind of colour. So are there any new materials that you've recently discovered or are you using any in a different way than you would have done previously? So, like, I I have, uh, I want to kind of get back to watercolors
2: and uh, I kind of I, I I love them but I hate them at the same time I don't know how to explain this <laughs> but in a you have that, a love-hate relationship <laughs> yeah because I really love the granulation and I really love the colors but yeah. transparency drives me crazy <laughs> I don't know how to like I really love opaque colors yeah I kind of know what you
1: mean with this yeah
2: so, yeah, even though I love them and I have like these, uh, you, you have them as well, like Wallace and Seabor, Vintage Watercolors. Yeah. They're beautiful. But when you put one on top of it, uh, each other, you have like 10 layers to build and you wait for it to dry. Like, it, it's just like separate kind of thing. But it also excites me. So it's like, yeah, it's love and hate relationship.
1: Yeah, I think it's that thing of trying to... Um, to, to get the materials to work for you and I noticed that with watercolors because I like really opaque colors as well and opaque paints and so I'm having to sort of embrace the fact that watercolors are more transparent and I'm beginning to love that aspect of them and my work in watercolor looks different to my i mean not drastically different but it does look different to my work in acrylics for example so um yeah i think it's just like finding your way with that and you recently did some watercolor sketches didn't you little drawings of um of little people in your I I saw this on your Patreon (laughs) in your sketchbook and you were using the watercolors and it gave them such a lovely vintage feel these illustrations I love them thank you I thought you were using it really successfully so I hope you continue with the watercolor because I really like it
2: (laughs) well thank you well, like, I, I did, uh, like, this is not my first time with watercolors. I did start using them in 2012, I think. Mm. Uh, but it was more like fine art. So now I'm, like, trying to find kind of myself with my style in the watercolor, like, mixture and kind of
1: yeah clip
2: everything. But, yeah, it's it's just, I feel it's, like, practice because now whenever I want to use watercolors and I use them, After a few layers, I want to grab my acrylic gouache and paint some parts on top. (laughs) Like I have like this (laughs) orange to kind of color like on top and just cover. (laughs) So yeah. Or like grab like, I I cannot work just like with watercolors or just like with one medium. I want to add something on top. So it's like still always orange. Whenever I like swatch something, I I I want to put something on top like even if it's like slight texture you can see underneath layer yeah it's just
1: yeah there's this temptation isn't there to use all the materials sometimes it is hard to just stick with one I agree (laughs) oh yeah I could talk about this all day (laughs) I know I feel like we could have just art materials chats it would be brilliant (laughs) so this next question it kind of um it kind of could continue from what we've just been talking about because it's what's frustrating you <laughs> or what are you struggling with either business or art-based
2: well maybe I should like put the watercolors now aside to talk about something else so it's not like <laughs> repeating um well I mean like with art business and frustrate I don't know if it's like frustrating me it's just like I'm now I feel in like learning curve with um Being not only artist, but like kind of trying to build up my business online. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of new to business art side. I always, I don't know why, I like when I was studying in university and like throughout the years, I thought like, oh, I will finish that and then I will have like this next dream job and then everything will be fine. But only now I realize now like you actually need to like do things to reach several points. And uh, yeah, it's been uh, a long learning curve. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm not sure if it's like frustrating. I'm just like trying to learn new things and how I could be full-time artist,
1: I guess. Yeah, and like the business side of things always takes a while and we can chat more about that in future episodes, I'm sure. So, yeah, yeah, it's a very important thing, isn't it, for artists to learn how to be good at business as well. Yeah, these things (laughs) are not learned
2: in universities or schools. Unfortunately, I feel everyone should know these things and maybe like even like in high school, it should be more like like what to do outside of school and university how you can like survive and how you can build your own business of course it's not like for everyone not everyone wants to build up their own business but for those who want i think that would be like extra subject you could take and learn i think that'd be a more. very
1: good idea yeah yeah. yeah I almost
0: think a marketing course would probably be more value to you than sometimes you know learning about art history. I think marketing is if you know how to market yourself you you can then you know do you know sell what you're what you're doing i mean you can build up your art skills, but I think you do need to know yeah. what you're doing in terms of marketing and biz- and the business side running the business side really important. it's so
1: important because you could be the best artist in the world but unless you get your work out there in the correct way unless you know how to market you will really struggle won't you to actually sell any of yeah. that work so yeah it's really yeah. super important yeah
0: I remember um an, an artist she was about ten, fifteen years older than me, and I was in my uh, early twenties, just starting. And she said to me, "You know, Mel, I'm not the best artist in the world. I know that there are people who can do my job better than me, but I know how to, I know how to share my work, and I know how to oh. get jobs. And see, that stuck with me. I was like, okay, so." You don't have to be the best. You don't have to be perfect. You actually just need to know how to talk about your work and find opportunities. And I think it's a big part of it.
1: Wise woman.
2: This is like, this is like me two years ago. I would would cry every night (laughs) listening to this Uh, and and like thinking how I should like do this. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it's still like struggling for me because like my mindset have been completely different when I ventured into art. And I I, I just like I I guess in a way I'm kind of like a dreamer type of person and like it will come, you know, but it will not come. You just need to work for it. And uh, I remember even like when I did the master's, I was like, yeah, I will have so many opportunities when I will finish No, you will (laughs) have almost none of the opportunities because you need to actually do things for yourself. So, yeah.
1: yeah. And it does take time. It will come in time as well. Um, If you have the intention and you're working hard and you're consistent and you have talent, which you do, you know, it will be fine. I think it will all work out. So just takes time Mm, sometimes. It always takes time. So, I feel okay. like I'm in a
2: therapy. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a therapy and we are like chatting about the problems. <laughs> okay, thank you. This could be
1: quite a good thing. <laughs> okay, so um, maybe we could call it art therapy. <laughs> no, no, we'll stick to creative catch-up. Okay, so I'm going to end this by asking you whether there's anything on the horizon that you'd like to tell us about.
2: Um, So there are... I don't know if I should like mention this, but there are, so there is one exhibition coming up for me in Port Leven at the end of April, which is going to be at the end of this month when you're listening. So I will have another exhibition in Port Levin in Cornwall, which is super exciting. Uh, it will be a group exhibition. So, yeah. And uh, possibly another mysterious exhibition coming up as well. But I will not chat about it right now because it's still like mystery for you. And (laughs) (laughs) maybe throughout the year, it will slowly like show itself. And uh, also, I am currently working on my portfolio yet again. I want to freshen up my work. So more art challenges coming up as well uh, to motivate myself and to kind of connect with the community. And uh, yeah, I will also write to an agent. I want to have an agent, but I don't want to have uh, like overall illustration agent. I want to to have agent which focuses only on picture books. So that is like my main focus, I think. And yeah, <laughs> I just hope yeah. that may be on the horizon in this year or next year. I wanted to quickly mention, yeah, and I will still keep on filming videos, being on YouTube, uh, uh,
1: being on Patreon, and having online store. So yeah, that's brilliant. It sounds very exciting. It's like you've got a lot going on. <laughs> so we look forward to see. We look forward to hearing about this mysterious exhibition as well. I'm going to hand over to Crixis now, who is going to ask Mel some questions.
2: Yeah, so this is me, Crixis, interviewing Mel now. (laughs) And uh, the first question for you, Mel, is what, like Cher, what are you currently working on?
0: Okay, so I think I'd better say what I have been working on because that has taken up a lot of my time. And that has been the Joy of Sketching on Location course, which I had been working on pretty much since September last year. Um, But we have just gone through the course. The course was released in January and it ran for five weeks. And we still got people on the course, people still joining the course. So although a lot of the work has been done that's um, kind of going on in the background and that's kind of what is happening at the moment. Um, alongside client work, I'm still, yeah, doing maps, maps for people, editorial, illustration and, um, yeah, just generally trying to organise myself better so that I'm not overworking myself <laughs>
2: I was going to add that you are also doing workshops, aren't you?
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, there are also in-person workshops. So actually I've got one coming up on Saturday and I had one last month. So, and also I'm preparing for workshops coming up in the future as well. So there's always like, you always like having to work ahead of yourself, you know, planting seeds now so that they're ready for, you know, in a few months time. So I sometimes think you forget about that, that you've got to put in a lot of preparation so that you've got work. <laughs> and it's the same like with client work. It's like why I need to send out newsletters with what I've been working on. So then clients might look at it and go, oh, I might like to hire her for that work. I, feel, I feel, always think of it like a garden. You know, some things in the garden are going to be Fully formed, and then other things in the garden. You're going to have to plant seeds, and then others. You just just generally tending them or watering them. So that's yeah, that's what's in my garden.
2: Yeah, uh, that's like interesting <laughs> metaphor <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I feel like you've been super busy, like with the course, and like, I, I mean, like yeah. we should link your course down below as well. I think it's really successful and. Um, like, I remember you recording Video Joy of Sketching last year. And it's so interesting to see the journey from that video throughout the months and then having a course and then doing art challenge together with your community. It's really inspiring. And you're doing a good job.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you, Krixis. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I did forget that I have I am doing an art. What am I doing? I'm doing what's it called joy i forgot what i'm doing Uh, yeah joy of sketching outside that's my hashtag and i'm basically every season have a list of 10 prompts that people can use it's specifically is meant to be to encourage people to go outside and sketch um so they can have like a prompt that they can lead on from and then they can use it if they want to they don't have to use it, but it's just if you're stuck or you just need something to push you, then there's a prompt that you can use to go out in each season. So that's actually that's been fun. That's been fun, yeah, to see.
2: I'm probably seeing like all the responses from all over the like world and, and seeing how they interpret the art could be exciting as yeah.
0: well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's definitely something I I didn't expect um like even with my course I just thought maybe it would be local you know like as in maybe UK mm-hmm. but to be honest I've I've had more people join from all over than I have from the UK I think actually the UK is the least amount of people but everywhere oh, really? else that's it's... interesting I wonder why um Yeah, maybe, maybe people want to see Cornwall and it's because I, I, in my course, a lot of it is focused on Cornwall and, you know, the Lizard Peninsula in particular. And it is a beautiful place. It is a,
1: it's got interest in
0: landscapes and it's quite unique. So maybe people just want to see. The landscape and draw from mm. that landscape maybe that's a part of it but you know also yeah. YouTube I'm doing a lot of people on YouTube I connect with are overseas or are international um I know there are some UK key people as well but it's it's amazing isn't it how you can have quite a a wide reach um much further than it, if I was just doing workshops in person, I would never be able to reach the people that I've reached online. Yeah, Mm. it is incredible.
2: Okay, let's talk about the next point. So talking about excitement, what is something that excites you right now? And any new materials you discovered or are using now and that is exciting or are you use them in
0: different way? Well I recently I've I've got this like Robin that kind of finds me when I go out drawing
1: and it's, it's kind of odd, but I went out on Sunday. It's such a character <laughs> that Robin, isn't he? Is. He loves the camera. And the pencils. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was going to steal your pencils actually Mel. I expected him to grab a Neo colour and fly off with it.
0: I I did think that as well but I thought maybe it'd be too weighty for him but I was like. It probably yeah. would
1: yeah. <laughs> it's only little.
0: But um, on yeah Sunday I went out to sketch and met it with the Robin and um, I just drew the Robin. I decided to draw him and I hadn't really drawn land, uh, wildlife in my sketchbook spreads before, mostly because they don't hang around long enough. You know, I'd much rather draw something that I can see in front of me. Um, so anyway, the robin just seemed to just as if he wanted to have his portrait done. So I kind of thought, OK, I'll do that. Um, so for 10 minutes, he just sat there in front of me and I drew him. Um, so, Amazing. yeah, that was really, really I just really love doing it. And um, and then from that, I shared this in my Instagram stories. I had like a, a little illustration class that I was doing for a couple of girls and I just loved the colours of the robin and I thought, wouldn't it be great to create some kind of abstract piece to go with the robin sketch? And then I just took out all of my mixed media stuff. So on the desk behind me is just like... Lots of inks. I also bought some pastels and um, what else? Neo colours. Uh, Oh, and I've got some stamps as well, like a date stamp and also some alphabet stamps, you know, so you can do words. Uh, Salt, watercolours. And also because we've also been creating some new artwork for our podcast, um, we've been doing, you know, washes and using salt to I know Crixis has used some salt. I've used some salt to create some patterns. I just really love that process. So, this is kind of lots of different things have gone in, and I'm just really excited to create some of this abstract playing with materials. So, um, yeah, it's been really fun. And also, the colour palette that I really love at the moment is based around burnt sienna it's just really warm and again it's quite close to the robin so the robin red breast, you know and the colours that he has it's and also a little bit of grey so burnt sienna a range of tones and then a bit of grey it's just at the moment it's really I really love it at the moment that kind of those colours so after this I'm going to have a little session and I'm going to do some abstract work in my sketchbook and hopefully film it for YouTube so
1: Oh, brilliant. oh How exciting. <laughs> oh, I look
0: forward to that one. Well, by the time this podcast, I think, goes live, it probably will have already been on my channel. So brilliant. But that's that's what I'm planning to do. And um, yeah, the pastels. So I've used Neocolor and I use the luminance and ink inktense in my sketchwork, but not pastels. So I bought like this little pack of pastels just all in the Burnt Sienna range and uh, I've been using it with watercolour or water and then creating, you know, background textures. And I know, Crixis, you've done that. I'm just enjoying using and mixing these these materials all together.
2: I feel like it's been really interesting to see having a sketch, then idea, then transforming it to to, to another project and then taking it to another... Like, it's kind of like... Like the journey itself as well, like just like coming from one start. It's like a story. It's like it starts yeah. somewhere and then it goes throughout the journey and then the end result is like completely different than the beginning. But that was like the main inspiration for that story. So it's it's really inspiring to kind of listen to you talk through this. And um, I guess let's, <laughs> let's move on to the next question. So I want to also ask you... What is frustrating you or what are you struggling with uh, right now with either business or is it like art related? Anything you want to chat about regarding to struggles and frustration?
0: It's a mixture because obviously I always struggle with my time and time management. And I think that's something that maybe I'm always going to struggle with. (laughs) Just because I always have, I always feel like I have too many ideas, and it's like knowing what to run with at the time, and what to kind of hold back on, or or actually what I should just put in the bin. You know, it's mm-hmm. like always having to try and filter what it is that I need to work on. Yeah, this is very familiar. Mm, yeah, finding the focus point. So it's like client work comes in. So I know. It's almost easier when a client work does come in because then I know I've got to make deadlines and I've got to um, stick to them and I can do that. It's just like my personal work, what things that I know I've got to work on now and what things I need to get ready. So, you know, like I do a calendar, for instance, every year. Well, I need to really be thinking about those images now. I need to start working on them. I need to, um, you know, think about printers. And then I've also got the issue of my scanner. My My scanner broke over a year ago. And the last set of um, illustrations that I got scanned, I actually used a friend's to scan the images in. And I just feel like, no, I need to get a scanner that's properly going to work <laughs> for, for what I want it to do. So I know that that's like, you know, again, it's a technical thing, isn't it? Kind of, you need to spend time to research that and see what works for other people or what you think would be good for what you need it for. So it's just like those little things. And I, another idea or not an idea, what I do want to do is create a larger range of greetings cards based on the images that I already have in, that I've used for my calendars for the last two years. I feel like, is a bit of a waste if they're just used for the calendar and nothing else. I kind of think I need, I really need to get more use out of them. So I was thinking if I put them into greetings cards, then I think that would be a good use of the work that I've done. Um, so yeah, it's just I think overall though, it's just time management and project management. I think that's what I am having to deal with at the moment. <laughs> I
2: think, like, we should talk about this, like, in a long episode. I think this could yeah. be really informative, like, coming from all of our perspectives with time management. And uh, you are not alone, definitely. Um, okay. Um, so, and what are you learning and or discovering in your work? Oh, I don't know about that question. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs>
0: <laughs> every question is like hmm <laughs> who asked that question oh. <sighs> yeah who came up hey, with that
2: yeah I think it was you Mel <laughs> I know I know <laughs> did
0: you set your own trap <laughs> yeah I did oh. I set my own trap uh, yeah well I can just say that if I think about my sketchbook book stuff um i just love working in my sketchbook and i've i guess for me that's when i feel most connected with my practice is when i'm outside and i'm sketching from what i see around me and knowing that then says to me you've got to keep doing that you know you've got to actually set aside time for that so even with all the busyness of other stuff, so client work and trying to create products or trying to, you know, do teaching, whatever, I've got to still set time to do that sketchbook stuff because it's it kind of feeds me and it keeps me, keeps me afloat when other things might be uh, overwhelming.
2: Do you set like your time, like physically you set the time, like... Bit phone, how much time you will spend that
0: day? Um, I don't, I'm not as rigid as that, but I know that, say, for instance, there's been a few days where I thought I haven't had a chance to go out. I will, I do actually say, you're going to go out on that afternoon or you're going to go out early in the morning or you're going to go out this. It's kind of like more like in my head.
2: That's really interesting to learn because I was thinking, do you like, Do you randomly think, okay, I will go sketching now, or do you like, okay,
0: tomorrow in the
2: morning I will go and sketch?
0: Probably twenty-four hour notice I give myself. Probably. Yeah, twenty-four hour or if like say a weekend is coming up and I know that I can take some time, then I'll say, right, I'm gonna go out in the morning. So it's normally I give myself, yeah, twenty-four hours.
2: Okay, let's let's chat about the last question. Anything on the horizon
0: for you? Apart from what I've talked about with the greetings cards, um, I do want to do some more courses. I Again, that's another thing that's been going on in my head is like what I want to teach on. So I do have a couple of ideas and that needs time. So I will probably start writing some of my thoughts down and working them out and yeah, that kind of thing. So yeah, that is... In my mind, because I have really enjoyed teaching the course and, you know, doing the course. So um, I definitely would like to build on top of that. So at this point, we would have had our listener question. So listeners, if you want to submit a question, please do so. Make sure that you message us uh, on our IG account, which is creative.catchup or You can comment on our YouTube videos um, and just let us know what question you want to ask us and we will attempt to answer it in the next episode. You only have a week to submit, so make sure you get your questions in quick. Um, And obviously, if you miss the time or deadline, we will maybe pick a question for the next episode to answer. So, yeah. Well... It's been really nice to be able to catch up with you and chat and I hope everyone who is listening enjoyed our chat too. I know I've enjoyed um, hearing what you've
1: all been up to. Yeah, it's been lovely catching up with you both. It's always an interesting conversation with you two.
2: Yes, I'm here. I feel also like if anyone who is listening to episode to. Share what they're doing while they're listening to episode. That could also be interesting. Oh yeah, that would be. To see if they're like drawing or painting. So please write down in comments, what are you working on right now?
0: Until next episode. Three, two, one. Stay, stay creative. creative.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait. Thanks so much for listening and tuning into our new season. We hope you'll join us next time on our creative catch-up when we'll be chatting about participating in art challenges and whether or not they are beneficial to our art practice find us on youtube at creative
1: catchup or instagram creative.catchup